the goal of this podcast is to help you break in and thrive in advertising. And we do that every Tuesday by sharing the stories and advice from those rocking it on the other side. This week, you will listen and learn from Brian Bonilla, agency reporter at AdAge. I loved speaking with Brian. AdAge is one of the leading advertising publications you should absolutely be following. And real quick, they offer a student subscription. So if you still have your student email, sometimes it lasts a couple years after you graduate as well, you should definitely check that out. And I'll let you Google search that. It's a significant discount. And as you follow AdAge with your discount, you will want to consume it all. But Brian Bonilla covers ad agencies, including creative and media shops, as well as experiential and healthcare agencies, and plus plenty more. We discuss what you should know about to get into one of these agencies in the business and the current state of them. He has articles about agencies you should know, recent layoffs, recent rebrands, agency wins, and agency losses. The content he writes about is especially valuable to the aspiring advertiser because he could help you strategically apply for shops. For example, if you know an agency just won a massive piece of business, then you'll have better chances of getting a job there. He writes about that. And last tip in this intro, we'll let him talk. Follow him on LinkedIn and Twitter and turn on post notifications. You will get updates faster than anyone else and could get a head start on the networking or an application process that others might be falling behind on. That's at Brian Bonilla NYC on Twitter. If you follow at Breaking and Entering Pod on Instagram and follow us on LinkedIn, I will be happy to get you connected to him or any of our recent past guests if you reach out. Now, on with the show. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. And as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Take it, Mikey. Brian Benia, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Gino. Of course, of course. I'm excited for this conversation uh, because you're an agency reporter at AdAge, <laughs> yeah. which, is, which is one of the best publications out there for this stuff. I've been following it for so long and following you for so long, so I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking to you. No, I appreciate that. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it doesn't even feel real. Uh, I, I make about uh, two years in a few months. So, okay. Congrats. Much longer than that. Honestly, it's crazy. It's a crazy world. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, it's, and why, I mean, like why go to advertising reporting? I mean, I've loved advertising for a long time. Have you like, what, what drew you to ad age? No, that's so interesting. Um, yeah, I think, um, so I studied journalism. Um, you know, I grew up in New York City, in Harlem. And um, I, I I knew I wanted to be a reporter of some kind. When when I knew I wasn't good at sports, I wanted to do sports writing. That was my okay. second, you know, dream, I guess. And, you know, I always, I always just wanted to be a journalist. I studied it in college. And... Where'd you go? Uh, Brooklyn College. Yeah, nice. uh, CUNY. And... Um, you know, it's interesting. I it was either journalism for me or copywriting. That was always my two like advertising, copywriting. Yeah, advertising. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I was you know was a fan of commercials. I was always a 
you know, just a fan of ads for some reason. You know, yeah. I don't, you remember like TBS had like the funniest like commercials mm-hmm. of the year or whatever. Uh, I used to watch that religiously, you know. Sure. So, <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah. So I, you know, there was a time or I think I was like 20 years old. You know, I had a few journalism internships and I was actually, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Patients and Purpose. They're like a healthcare agency uh, in, in New York City. Um, they had like a one month like summer program that um, it was like you go after you go after work. You it's like they get people that want to be copywriters and art directors and they kind of team them up and give them like real briefs to work on. And there's like oh, a nice. brief situation. I've never heard of it. What's it called again? Well, the agency is called Patience and Purpose. And, you nice. know, a lot of agencies actually do this and people don't I don't think realize it where they they bring they they have these one month long, two month long, like just kind of incubator situation. Yeah. I only knew about it because my friend at the time was work, working there and she told me about it. And oh, sorry. We're gonna... No, no, this is all I'm, I'm I'm I haven't heard of this. So tell me more. So it would be after school. It's not an internship. It's unpaid. It's like a workshop thing where they pair you up and give you some briefs, perhaps at this agency. Yeah, basically it was, uh, you know, I was I was intern. Uh, my, I had my internship slash first reporter job at the time it was uh i was making 12 dollars an hour part-time oh heck yeah you know the big bucks and yeah you know and then i was also going to school full-time and then i was like let me add something else on top of this um there you go (laughs) well i just wasn't sure right and you know Mm -hmm. i I just liked you know the idea of creating you know just writing scripts or writing something you know and Mm -hmm. um it was you know it was a healthcare agency so all the briefs had to do with like healthcare uh, issues like HPV, Hep C, you know, not something that I think most people don't find exciting, but I thought it was super interesting. And, um, you know, I would like, they would give us the the brief for like a couple of days. And then I had to work with this like designer who's also trying to get a job. You know, we're all, it's like a team of 12 people. You're on the same room. You're all trying to get a job. It's like weird, you know, it's like, you're. Complete- are you trying to get a job? At at patience and purpose is that what it's called that agency? Are you trying to build like a brief up? Like was or people were like trying to impress the boss at the time? You're trying to get the job there because it was like you were meeting with the 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 teachers, you know, quotations instructors. Yeah, were were the like creative direct like creative directors, chief creative officers. So it was like you were trying to impress them. Of course, you know you you were hoping that would lead to a position. And if it doesn't, you know, you have stuff to add to your portfolio, right? Absolutely. It's it's a win-win if you work hard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I, you know, it was a team of like 12 of us and I'm still in touch with a few of them. And some of those people there, like one one guy works at Gray now as a cool. copywriter. And one that works. Yeah. Like an account person at Widen. And so like, um, and those were some of the people that I thought were really good too. So I, I'm, I'm kind of happy that they, you know, are still in the industry, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we would pitch different things and, you know, I had this idea for like, uh, I'm trying, I think it was HPV, you know, it was like a sensitive topic trying to get parents to vaccinate their children for HPV, uh, which is like a sensitive topic because it's like a sex, um, disease. I, I think I, I hope I'm saying it right. I, I um, actually transmitted disease. Yeah. Yeah. And, sure. uh, yeah, and then the, the the issue was getting parents comfortable having that conversation. Yeah, and, you know, I remember writing an ad about like, um, you know, um, a script for a commercial where like the these two teenagers go like it's like a guy and a girl like one of them is her daughter and then they go into the bedroom and you hear like 
bed squeaking, right? And the mom runs upstairs thinking it's the worst. And it's actually, they're just like, like playing around or like, they're like, you know, trying to find like something they dropped like under the bed or something. And it's mm-hmm. like creating noise. And the, the whole premise was like, you know, if you're, if it's, if it's not too early for you to think about it, then it's not too early for you to act on it. Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I, um, so I ended up getting, a you know, um, recommended for a creative assistant role there. Nice. Um, but I was also, that was around the same time where I got, uh, a job offer for a finance reporter job. And, ah, okay. Where I, you know, I kind of went on the reporter route. Um, right. Cause you were, so to, to back it up here, you were doing a multiple things at once. You're doing this, this incubator, this workshop at the agency, this healthcare agency, yeah. you were, what was the $12 an hour $12 an hour insurance reporting so uh, some you were doing some like freelance like side reporting like yeah. smaller gig that you want you were getting your toes in the water there and were you also still in school or, or yeah, were you graduated i i was still getting my bachelor's you know i okay I was it was, like later in your degree yeah. pursuit yeah i was i think i was a, a junior or a okay. senior i'm trying to okay remember. i was a senior later. fyi like it took me a while to finish my degree at, at, the, at the end but okay um yeah, I, I got that job and they knew I didn't have a degree and they, you know, they were just like, we don't really care as long as you can write, you know. Now, this was, you got the reporter job for this financial reporting job, as long as you can write, you were finishing up your degree. You also got recommended for the creative assistant role at this Patients with Purpose yeah. Agency. Yeah, um, I, I ended up just going with the reporter role. Gotcha. Uh, but, you know, I, I kept, I still have, like, I'm still in contact with some of those people that, like, were teaching there and, um that is to say like you know um you know i know that like one of the goals of this podcast is like the early stages of like how do you get into that industry and yep honestly like i i mean just in any industry i was i was doing like three internships at a time i was uh not just for advertising but in general you know yeah um, you're going crazy i was going crazy my grades weren't but (laughs) 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 um yeah so um and then i ended up you know so i was doing finance for a while and it wasn't my dream was and, not your dream? No, and I, I took. I, I ended up doing marketing after for a fintech company. Um, okay. So I was like, all right, you know, at least it's a little different. It's still finance, but it's marketing. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Did you know? So you had that. You had your interest in like the advertising because you had that that sh- that workshop, that incubator. So you kind of like you were you were interested there. Did you know that you wanted to report then on? marketing advertising like would that be like the crossroads that you were super passionate about did you know that at the time yeah i mean it's funny that was your north star i you know i had friends who were like interning at like or uh organic which is another agency in new york and and friends who were like working in the industry so they they kind of let me made me aware of ad age right like i was aware of ad age you gotta check this out yeah i don't know probably 18 to 19 i was aware like them as a publication and you know, I, I saw them as like the industry standard. And yep. so I always kept that in mind. Like I, I think I applied there, like when I was way unqualified for a job. Yeah. Like you should, before, you know, and shoot your shot. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I was aware of them and they were one of those publications that I wanted to work in. Um, so it was always in the back of my mind. Gotcha. I didn't think it was a reality. Like I was literally like, there, there's no way I'm not qualified, you know, like yet. Yeah. 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 And I ended up doing marketing for a year. The pandemic happened, so I'm working from home. And the marketing gig was cool, but 
I was I was like more video editing than writing and nothing wrong with that. I just um, that wasn't like my passion. Yeah, that's not what you what you signed up for. Exactly. And I was I was ready to go to portfolio school. I'm not going to lie. Like really to go into portfolio school. I was applying to jobs. Which portfolio schools were you looking at? I was looking at Ad House. Are you familiar with? Yeah, of course. With Tom Christensen, I believe his name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking at, I mean, mind you, I didn't know anything about like the industry besides that experience I had. So I was just like, Hey, yeah, let, let me get this experience. And I was about, I was like about to apply for the new semester. Uh, I think yeah. it kind of slowed me down in applying because I wanted that real life experience. Right. But yeah. I eventually was like, it doesn't matter. So I was going to, I was about to apply uh, but I was interviewing for the ad age job at the same time. And, and you still had your job at this making yeah, video, predominantly marketing reporting for the fintech. Right. But, but mainly video editing as well. You still had that. So you weren't like fired, laid off necessarily. No. Yeah. I was still working and you I was, quit. Yeah. Yeah. I was still look, I was just looking, I was like, let me get back to reporting or go into advertising. Like I have gotcha. to. One or the other. Yeah. Take a route and go all in. Yeah. And, so, um, I got the job offer for ad age and you know. So you kind of so you toss that job in what so you toss that application in for ad age. Yeah. And was it were you confident? I mean, no. what would they ask? I mean, this I I I don't need to get into the, the nitty-gritty. I am just interested, like just personally. Maybe we do have an aspiring journalist listening, but really this is for the advertisers, but what was that application like really high level were they writing samples was it did a couple of interviews here and there like yeah what was yeah. the high level process i will say like historically like most journalism jobs unless it's like higher level i, I think at this point i probably wouldn't have to do a writing sample but um I, I you know i did a writing sample i you know had a few interviews with the different editors um mm-hmm. i honestly applied on linkedin just straight up and yeah. i didn't know anyone i i didn't have any realistic I, I, I applied and didn't even think about it. You know, I wasn't thinking like this is going to happen. I think they were looking for like three years experience or three to five years, if I remember. Um, mm-hmm. And I was a year removed from being a reporter. So I, re- I really didn't, I didn't think anyone would give me a shot. Mind you, I, I applied to many different publications. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just added, even though that was the one I wanted. Heck yeah. And it just, I don't know, it, it took like, it was like a month long process, I think. That's nice. You That's know? awesome. That's not long at all. I feel like oh, sometimes okay. they can keep you in the in the ringer for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I knew they were interested. I just like I was also like interviewing for an Emblem Health marketing job at the time. Like it was okay. a, a content officer role or something. Sure. And officer doesn't sound bad though. Yeah, officer doesn't sound bad. <laughs> yeah, but you got it. I got it. And um, and then you didn't go to Ad House, and you're like, like, yeah, let's go all in. Then. Yeah, I was like, let me just do this. I mean it's something where like, I wish I could do at house for fun. Like, it's not like, like, I don't want to leave my job at all, but I'm like, it's one of those things where I would, I wish I could see that experience. Cause I, I know so many people that have done portfolio school and it's, uh, it's been a rewarding experience for a lot of people. Ah, interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting insight right there. You, you, you would do portfolio school for fun. I think I just find it fun. I'm just a weirdo. You guys, <laughs> that is pretty weird to be honest. <laughs> you guys <are> <laughs> I, like, I'm a, I'm super like, energetic about this shit i don't know like well that's that passion that you have is probably why you got hired at that age yeah right like you're yeah. super like to say that right there i'd be like okay we're gonna hire this dude 
yeah. No, I, I probably came off as crazy. I was like, yeah, I love agencies and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So was this the agency reporter job that you had since? Or what What were you applying to get into this ent- this first level? Or this yeah, first? That, was job, that was the job, agency reporters. and Perfect. I think it was the best. I mean, no offense to my team. Like, I think hey. they do great. And I, you know, I think this fits me, you know. Heck yeah. That's that's what I would want to do. Um, I find agencies, obviously I find agencies interesting. I, I'm interviewing a lot of people from agencies. Um, okay. Amazing. This portion now I want to get into what, what do you do? And what are you interested in covering? Um, and then we'll get into like, what are you seeing from the industry? So yeah. tell us about AdAge and what you're covering. Let's go from there. Super long with the first answer. No, you crushed it. That's all your background. We, yeah. that's, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that there. That's perfect. I mean, yeah. Um, so what am I looking to like, what do I do? What do I report on? Yeah. Right. What do you, yeah. High level. Like, what are you interested in? What, what do you want to cover? What are you seeing? No, I mean, um, I mean, agencies are interesting, right? Because there's so many and they all do different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was a finance reporter, I would say this all the time. Uh, nobody wanted to talk to me because I covered private equity and they have to worry about SEC regulations and all that. Yeah. And on this side, it's the complete opposite. Everybody. Wants oh, to yeah. Interview. Agencies want to, you know, get their story out there. And I don't blame them. They want to advertise themselves and earn PR themselves so they can get better clients. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do as well, but it's hard. And it's like, we don't always have a story. Yeah. Like We got to get in the, like, and I tell like my folks, I'm like, we have to wait until we win new business or we have something really interesting that happens. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's, so it's the, the high level. It's like the obvious stuff, right? Like account wins are always like the mm-hmm. big things happening in the industry. Account wins, executive moves, right? Like, right that moves the needle in the industry. But like, what are you doing like differently as an agency that like others aren't doing? And I know that's hard because I get pitches, I get pitches like, I don't know. And like about um, agency culture, right. That aren't that specific, right. Like it's just like, we're doing a lot of great things. Agency culture wise, our people love working here. And I get that pitch. I got to tell you, like, I don't know, once a week at least from a different agency. And like, there's no problem with that. I, and like, me know who you are so it's not a like it's not like you don't get anything out of it because i still will try to contact you if i can um it's just one of those things where it's like you got to think a little differently i think um, yeah. you know um because agency culture is real like are people going to the office like what is incentivizing people to stay at agencies that's very important mm-hmm. um but you have i don't know i guess it's about the framing of it yeah but, um, that's also important for us. Diversity is huge. Um, what are agencies doing from a diversity hiring perspective? Not beyond the number, just beyond the numbers at this point. I think, I think everyone's aware of the problem. Now, what are you actually doing in the industry? And I, yeah. I, I see way less um, action. I think, or real like actual like results from certain people. You know. Yeah. And back uh, it up. Yeah. And what else? I mean, I mean, big stories right now. It's like. All the executives moving around in the industry is huge. Like, I think there was one, like a two week period where like 18 executives, like, damn, moved around, you know, big names. You know? And I want to pause right. I think that's an insight too that I think aspiring advertisers need to realize. I was a victim of this as well when I was a student. I wanted to go to the big names. We know mm. we all know the big names. Um, but people move. Yeah. The reason why that, that big name might be great right now is because of a certain leader 
that you think might be there that you don't even know. And then when you get there, they're gone. And that culture can shift. I mean, clients also shift. But I think looking into like who's working there, the leadership, and that that's definitely more important for these agencies because people move around a lot. Yeah. And I will say like agency brand right now, like there's a question, there's a real question in the industry. And I talk to executives all the time about this is are agency brands even like important anymore? Like, does it actually matter? Like that you are Widen and Kennedy versus who's leading Widen and Kennedy. Well, I mean, Widen will always have that. They still have that aura, right? But yeah, of course. For an agency, like, are you losing that? Are you losing something, right? Like, you look at Densu Creative, like, consolidating their creative agencies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, oh, mean, I didn't know they were doing that. What are they doing? Uh, Densu Creative, they consolidated their agency. This was a like Accenture song, like, kind of esque. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it was on a smaller scale, obviously. Accenture is gigantic. But yeah, yeah. It was like, they had like 360i. They had Gary mm-hmm. uh, Bowman. They had all these different, you know, agencies. They kind of combined it into one name. Okay. And I mean, look, maybe that's going to work. Maybe that's where the industry is going. I don't know. I will see, you know, that's only been, it hasn't even been a year yet since they came. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I have a I have trouble accepting that because I mean, I've been in love with agencies and like the branding aspect of them. And just, I've been so obsessed with it. Maybe I'm an outlier there. I, I, think so. I, I like the idea of like hearing about the big names or mischief coming out of nowhere. I mean, it's, we see that. I like that narrative. I, I like giving them a chance. I also think it's overplayed sometimes. I'm like, okay, we've heard enough about some of these agencies. <laughs> like let's, let's highlight some others, but. Well, that's why we have like our small agency conference. Love uh, it super huge did I, you do that this year did you go to that yeah yeah that was at a skate pod right yeah it was amazing loved it um, yeah. i love getting to just know these independent shops um, yeah you know um there's a lot of strong ones yeah um i think i wanted to get back to something you said earlier like you were saying like a lot of people that try to get into advertising they focus on these big yep. things right like yep video right widen great sure. you can right like just naming a few right mm-hmm. um i think you're right i think you know, whenever people come to me, like, how do I get into advertising? I'm like, yo, like, apply to those places. Yeah. But, like, try to find other agencies that are smaller and, like, doing interesting things or, like, social agencies or, like, agencies that are super niche. Like, get your foot in the door that way. You know, you don't always have to, like, you know, aspire for, like, these these big names because, Mm -hmm. you know, you might be happier somewhere else. You know, like, it's... It's not necessarily like about that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, so when speaking with like different like CEOs, like portfolio schools, I think still are like where they look for talent, you know, like, they don't like to admit that they, they'll never admit. Uh, and you'll see some of these like, like more forward thinking, like frameworks of saying we're looking in on, on our non-traditional places for, for, for our creative hires. Yeah. And that might be true. Mm-hmm. you see people doing like their own portfolio programs internal like their own agencies and they're just kind of shaping the people to be their own yeah but i feel like i don't know if people want to go out and say that but i feel like a lot of these agencies are still looking at the portfolio schools i mean it's like i i, I think they are one in another aspect it's like it's been that's been the way it's been done right like for yeah. so long it's like if you if you are an executive or if you're a CCO who came from a portfolio school, you have that, you have that like rem, like remembrance. You remember that experience. Yeah, right? that process, and it works. I you mean, know, for the most part, it works. Right. I mean, 
and but you know we are seeing i i do like while it's still the standard right like i think you know I'm yeah. not gonna, well you're yeah. just you, you report on it i mean you, you know yeah yeah but i while i while i do think it's still probably the majority i do think we're seeing um more agencies like you said like build out their own situation yeah like, whatever they're calling it i mean i guess like what was it that a healthcare agency patients and what was it called therapist yeah but that's the thing like that wasn't like a school that was just like kind of like a hey you know let's, let's let's put it on our website and let's see what's up right yeah like an initiative a workshop a uh an incubator i've heard it called i see that and i think like the, obviously the barrier to entry and like the cost obviously is is outrageous for some of these portfolio schools there are some cheaper alternatives out there i'm not going to promote them you, you can do your own research i can talk to you on the side we but know. we all but, know. Yeah. yeah i mean i'm good that's not i'm not here that for that uh but there is a barrier to these things and if we can train people in a different way um and but i also don't agree like that agencies want to put their own shops like those are great but then you're kind of training them your way. Mm -hmm. Like that would be my only other argument, like, you're, but it's also, if you get a foot in the door. So it's like, we can talk about that for hours. I feel like well, it's, I mean, that's what I've been trying to think about. Right. Because yeah. like, I see the trend. I just don't know if it's like the right way to go. I just know that that's where it's going. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to, I'm, I mean, if you want to say I, your opinion, like you, you talk to people all the time about this. Yeah. I, I, I think we have, we have something coming out. That's like, we're just going to give out briefs from breaking and entering, like give out good briefs and get, get match people up and just give them more shots on goal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of time undergrads like they just don't have good briefs assigned to them from like maybe because the schools aren't giving out good briefs i don't know why yeah but that's what we're trying to do is just give out better shots on goal i will say like one one agency i think is doing it well and like you know there's so many i don't want to get i don't want people yeah. to come at me and say like you didn't mention the, yeah like look i'm I'm just talking out yeah. my head yeah right speak now. your truth like one one agency like orchard i don't know if you're familiar with them they're they're doing yeah, who does David Cabals? Mm -hmm. How do you pronounce his name? Cobals. Cobals. Yeah. yeah, he runs it. Yeah, well, he's the he's the CCO of yep. Mark Robinson, Lorman, uh, Lord Janess. Um, you know, they're like the founders. And is that England? No, it's uh, New York. Oh, yeah. my bad. Brooklyn. Um, um, I don't know how many. I think like forty employees. I could be wrong, but yeah, what are they doing? Well, they're. I mean, they're interesting. They they have this like program where like and they've been doing this i think they, they're like a newish agency so like yeah. for two years and now i think and they'll take like high school kids like uh kids from like in different you know inner city high schools whatever yeah and and literally like give them like train them like make them like give them briefs like real briefs to work mm -hmm. on with the clients and like pitch to the clients and like not just briefs like if they're interested in like the art side or design they'll like give them an internship for that and it's it's like a long process it's not like a short thing and, and like they literally like walk them through these different mm -hmm. things and i think that's that's interesting that's cool. yeah I, i'm getting i'm vouching right now we're trying to get two high school students in our internship program mm -hmm. where i'm at so but that's really cool i got you notes you think that's like where it should be done like it should be done that early or well, I think we need to expose high school students and maybe even middle school students about this industry, especially we're looking at underrepresented like demographics. So we're going to them and we're inviting them into our agency and telling them about this first. And we have a documentary that we that we show from our called Just Like Me. 
And then we're trying to then the next step would be to get a couple to either job shadow and like really get into the culture here, see what it's like. Or then we're trying to also get two internship spots for these high school students. So start early, show them that this is a field and then they can work backwards as as a good first step. If you can get them on shots on goal, get them briefs. That's great as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some like Tombra's is doing something like that with like teaming up with the university of Knoxville. They're trying to get to the high school kids early before they're even like a final that's another way and the creative ladder like we've had Griner and we've had diana on um like four to five i think people from like bipoc like they just don't even know that this that our bipoc don't even know that it's so real and it i you know this is a field i'm hispanic so so i'm dominican and Honduran, right and you know i grew up single mom you know um and you know like i you know we didn't grow up with like the best of means or whatever and I mean, you'd think advertising was like the first, you know, mm-hmm. like toy, like it wasn't even on my radar, dude. Like, it's not like, it was not on my radar. The, the go-tos are like doctor, lawyer, whatever, yeah. right? That was not on my radar. And, I, and it's mm-hmm. not on a lot of people's radar. Like, people don't, that's not something we talk about. You know, mm-hmm. people of color, like, we don't talk about advertising, you know? And yeah. it's hard because, like, I see it still. Like, I... I mean, like, you know, I go to these meetings all the time and, you know, I, I talk to these executives and I mean, I, I I met one Dominican executive, you know, so far. Two, yeah. two, two. That's and one up. is a CEO of like his own agency, like he started. So it's like, yeah. you know, so um, shout out to. So what do you, <laughs> what, what do you, I think like I for, for, for what we're trying to do at Havas is like, let people know early on and show the people that look like them that are in this career and speak with them. Yeah. Like just to get that awareness early on, that's how we've been kind of tackling it. Um, but what, I mean, anything else that you might recommend just for me so I can help like our community in Chicago. Yeah. Early on makes sense. Um, get them in the door. Like we'll, we'll, we actually show them around and like we'll bust them in sometimes too. Yeah. I think also like if you look at um um you know Kenny uh, Thatcher, I hope I'm saying this right, his name right. Um, I don't know. That doesn't ring a bell. You mind if I look it up real quick? The, the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. No rush. And hopefully you can edit this or or whatever. That's yeah, all good. We'll oh, it's a like growth initiative, and then it's combined with this. It's this company called Hundred Roses from Concrete. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, you Concrete. know that. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, their whole thing is like getting people, people of color, but also people that, you know, are older than like 20 years old or like, you know, That's like, fair. so it's like, I think it has to be tackled both ways, right? Like, I think it has to be early on, but it also has to be like, there's so many people working a desk job right now that don't even, like, that don't want to do what they're doing. Oh, and for sure some sort of outlet that advertising i think can provide mm-hmm. um, i think also like media agencies um you know maybe maybe i need to learn more about what certain media agencies are doing i, I i'm not i'm not too sure either to be honest but i'm but that's part of it too right like that's the yeah. whole other side of advertising that i think could provide a, a real job for people like that good money in media side too that's solid. Like that's they do solid. a great. They do, yeah. they do well. There's a lot yeah. of money there. 
Yeah, and I think that's another side where, like, I think a lot of focus is on creative, and I think that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But I think on the media side, too, like, if you go to, I don't know, like, if you go to a high school and you tell someone's parents, like, look, your your kid could, like, right from graduating high school, he could start making 60, 60 to 80K, you know, media planning or buying or, or something. Yeah, that's right? right. I mean, that's, like, that that that's something they might consider, you know? I think it's it's so important when you're to inspire the 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 kids or whoever we're talking to but we're specifically for like the younger audience and then also let their parents know it's convincing their parents like once you convince the kid that's fine and but if a parent is paying for school or contributing or is watching over what they're studying and you got to get their approval sometimes you do i mean it's important i think like and like a kid might not be able to explain it right so we need to give those assets and like this is how much you can make this is what you can do and it's secure it's growing by x x percent every year um i think just like like giving that ammunition yeah and those facts and figures and maybe even handout i think the creative ladder is doing this and mm-hmm. i know we're trying to do this as well just like yeah. getting those like high school kids like to bring this home show it to your parents is what you should say no if I you th- want yeah yeah i think definitely the creative ladder is trying to do that i mean and hopefully like you know i'm i'm monitoring monitoring that closely yeah um also like you're right i mean i don't know i think i think yeah like the parents and the kids and in high school makes sense but i don't know i think i'm and i'm trying to think like i don't know i think the way people talk about advertising maybe needs to change um maybe needs to be not just focused on like like just the creative, like just like the like thirty second spot or like or whatever. Like there's so many aspects of advertising that exist that need to be, I think, made more aware to to people that are younger. Because I think like if we focus on just creative and like maybe the briefs need to be more complicated. Maybe that's what it is. Like the briefs that you provide to high school kids need to be more than just like here's a simple brand campaign. Like what if it's like a business transformation? What if it's mm. a- what if it's a rebrand? What if it's like a social campaign that's tied to like, you know, out of home? I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't know these briefs you're giving them, so I'm just thinking. But yeah, um, I think that's part of it too. I think diversifying the type of work that these kids are doing younger, I think, will make them open them up to all aspects of it, all aspects of the business, media planning. Throw that marketing mix in there. Yeah. Throw like some other aspects of strategy, so it's not just the creative yes. work. So you can see. You know, help them make the strategy, and that's what. Yeah, that's a great strategy. Is huge, man. I love them. I love the strategy side of things. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like thinking too much. So, <laughs> I don't know. Those guys got to think all the time, and they got to do research. And like, I yeah. get upset. I for me, it's like I get like like obsessive, and like I'm. That's all I think about, and then I'll just like it'll take. I get cra- I get weird, so I can't do that. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I just like to shut it down. Shut down my brain. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we covered a lot of good stuff here. Any other like advice that you want to get out, or obviously we got to plug you and like where can they find your articles, student subscription? I talk about in my presentations too. I think are a thing that you guys do. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. That's huge. Um, yeah, use the if you school ID, I believe, and I'll put the link in there to to where yeah. that's at. What else are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, you know, back to like the different like types of internships that are out there, like the the black internship, BLAC. AC. Yep. 
um, I think it's like in its second year. Um, that's a really big one. That's, yep. and, you know, really trying to make a change. Um, you know, Goodby has its own school now. The uh, Academy with Dan Balser. Yep. Yeah. Wyden Kennedy still has the Kennedys. Um, mm-hmm. The one school, Barkley has Barkley, you know, in Kansas City has their own accelerator program, you know, um, for diverse students. The Stable is, a, is another agency that has like an apprentice, apprenticeship that's like for people that don't have degrees at all. You know, it's like. What's that called? That's cool. The Stable. That's okay. an agency. Yeah. They have an apprenticeship. Yeah. And, and, and Havas, you don't have to have. There's well, no requirements to do. Well, I was going to say Havas also, like, I, and I was aware, like, I'm aware as well. Is, is yeah, for the for the Chicago one, we call it the village. It's mm-hmm. eleven people ish with the L's as ones, but we'll eleven people ish can come from. We've had thirty five year olds. We've had young people. I mean, people that aren't, couldn't drink at the time. So from different disciplines, like there's no requirements. Just yeah, show up and be be interested. My my recommendation, like I don't know, like my personal experience, I just. I focus so much on just getting internships and getting certain things early on in yeah. my career. I mean, people might not be in that stage at this point. In their, I don't know where, like, depends where you are as a listener, but mm-hmm. that was super big for me. And I think if you're like 25 and you want a career change, I would go, I would consider one of those like internal schools, one of those programs, you know, yep. and, um, they like to hire the those internal programs. Do they want to see diversity and like they're obviously trying to like get people to work directly? Yeah. So they don't mind if you. They actually kind of prefer. I know the the Kennedys with Jared Higgins episode was like we don't we don't really want advertising people. Right. We want most like, people. For, most people would be like they want some sort of creative experience or some sort of something, but you don't necessarily only want an agency person. You know. Yeah. Um, Arnold has like this program where they hire comedians, you know? Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's like, and Arnold, you know, does all the work, like, not all the work, uh, is like the lead agency for Progressive. Right. And um, Amerisave and I think Chewy as well, um, which obviously Havas, you know. Uh, oh, my peeps. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah, and um, what else? I'm trying to just remember as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I would do, like, if let's say you have a subscription to one of these, like, publications, I would pay attention to like which agencies are talking about not just like these programs that they have, but like, um, like for example, like um, Group M has a a thing where like they accelerate students, or not accelerate new hires quickly. And OMD I think has it too. Omnicom, where like like they they purposefully teach these kids like early on, like not kids, uh, new hires. Entry level, yeah. The entry level of, still, yeah. about the agency they, they they give them like extra curriculum stuff so then within a year you're like you're ready for a promotion or something like that nice you know rather than like waiting a few years um and i think I, if i was trying to look into the industry i would pay attention to which agencies are trying to retain employees not just like hire them um you That's know a call and i think also i would pay attention to like which agencies are opening new offerings and try to hit them up about that because that's a whole new lane that that agency is not even sure how many people is going to be hired what like for what you know it's like all the time that's happening like bbh has bbh entertainment like horizon has this new horizon sports and entertainment division i mean there you go new jobs you know you just gotta i think you gotta be a little creative you know to try to look in those new lanes and you know what i recommend 
and I, I'm going to put this in the intro as well right away. Go on Twitter, follow you. What's your <laughs> ad again? Uh, it's Brian Bonilla, NYC. And what I do for my favorite like journalists is I put on post notifications on Twitter and or and linkedin as well it actually is a game changer because you get live updates and like you guys are you like the woge like you're gonna drop those those news pieces before uh, anybody so you get that he's the goat man no um what is the goat um yeah. no you're right um i think before i was even involved i was following all these agencies like mm-hmm. um on Link- linkedin is huge dude linkedin oh, yeah. I, I love linkedin i love using it i love it I check my LinkedIn probably more than my Facebook. It's it's my favorite social media. Like that's how you know. Like I like I'm, TikTok. <laughs> I'm all in. I like TikTok too much. It's, it's too so good. It's so tailored. It's I my love t- it. Like I just can't. Like I love it so much that I don't want to use it because I'm gonna spend hours on it. Like, but for me, I've kind of trained it to be like productive in a way. Like it's not productive, but like I'm getting like educational content. Like I've trained the like I like all the stuff that's good for like helps me learn stuff like journaling prompts. I'm like, try, like trying to learn about some different stuff. You're smart. <laughs> it does take over sometimes. Mine is all skits. Mine is all skits. Um, well, that's cool. But yeah, I think, um, I think that's where I would look, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Twitter is definitely a good way to follow these people. people that. Are yeah. Cool. I mean, follow the agencies, but the, I, I'd follow more of the reporters. The you guys are telling, telling, telling how it is. Like, obviously I'm tweeting out for my agency, agency account. Like, Oh, we new wins. Like, yeah, right. but I don't know. I feel like you guys are quicker to it. So and, and you see all the time, like, like on Fishbowl or whatever, like there's a new win and then people are like, oh, are they hiring for that new win? You know? Um, so do you think that's like a viable way to look at things? Like if there's an account. For Fishbowl? Or like, um, yeah, Fishbowl, but also like, let's say you're trying to get in the industry. You're like, this agency has a lot of new wins. I'm going to try to there yeah i i think like if you're tweeting it out and it's coming from a, a, a trusted source that there's a huge win i think it's definitely you should like it's more strategic to probably start networking with that agency rather than if you know somebody is losing business mm-hmm. and not doing well or you haven't heard from them then it might not be worth because they're not hiring like that's yeah. that's there's no for for entry level roles, there's no job season that like the internships open up at the same time. There's no job season that opens up. It's based off wins and losses, really. Yeah. yeah. And here's the other thing, real quick. Uh, if you don't want to go to portfolio school, right? Like create your own portfolio. You don't need to go to school for it. Like mm-hmm. you know, like create your own brief in your head or something, or like you know, um, try to find a brief online. I don't think they're that hard to find. Or yeah. You know, um, we're giving out breaks. Yeah. 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 Like create your own portfolio. Like, I don't know if you've spoken to like Mo Saeed from Mojo Supermarket yet. No, I got to get him. He, you know, he did that. Like, that. He's, he created his own portfolio. He like shot photos around the city. Yeah. Created like an ad, like ad, whatever. Yeah. And, like, that was his portfolio. And now he's like the CEO of his own agency. I mean, yeah, he's doing great. You know, and it's, I don't know. Like, you know, think about that too. You got to work hard. And, and like, for real, like if you, if you need help, reach out to me and I will pair you up with one of our listeners and we have like an award show brief thing that we're putting out. So just want to give that a shout out. I'll help you out. We'll get you connected. We'll play matchmaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need a partner. It's, you do need a partner, like maybe a couple partners too. Like you can't be an art director and a copywriter. You should pick one route that you want to go all in on 
And then I'll pair you up with somebody that was on the opposite side That's and cool. they'll work together. And we'll, I'll tell me what you're like, what you're interested in. Heck, I'll do it for you. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Cool. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll put out those resources. We'll, we'll get your contact info, uh, uh, and like that subscription as well. I think that student subscription is just key to stay, to know the industry, be smart. I always say nerd up, know the industry, follow you guys. Cause then you can like strategically network, but is there anything else you want to get out to the people? No, I think that hits everything. I mean, you know, follow me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, you know, um, LinkedIn, honestly, LinkedIn has my most followers. Yeah. So I put, I post there more. So that's the way to go. you gotta be on it. Yeah. <laughs> follow me on linkedin um cool. but no i mean you know I'll, I'll keep in tabs like if anything new pops up but uh, i really appreciate it you know it was great thank you brian this, this was fantastic i appreciate you coming on taking time out of your day no, i had a great time take cool. care peace thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the breaking and entering advertising podcast if you like what you heard it would mean a lot to us and help us grow and get better guests and better break-ins if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us five stars and a small review if you have the time. Be sure to connect with our guests if you like what they said by going to our Instagram at breaking and entering pod. That's all one word, breaking and entering pod on Instagram. We have links to their portfolios and their LinkedIn and they want to connect. So do that. And thank yous. Thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio engineer, and Buchan Zhang, our creative director. Can't do it without you two. And a team from the University of Illinois. It's a student team from the agency called AdBuzz. They're a PR agency, and it's been a pleasure working with them. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next week with another amazing guest.